You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. No guards, no masters, only helpful advice. It's Red Dead Redemption with Auckland Union representative Justine Sachs. Morena Justine, it's nice to have you back on the show. How are you doing this morning? Morena Rachel, I'm good thanks, how are you? Good, lovely to speak with you. We've got uh, all sorts of cooked things going on in uh, the BFM <laughs> listeners' employment lives at the moment. So we get stuck in uh, with someone who says that at their corporate job, their boss has just introduced a dress code recently that wasn't in place when they started the job. Uh, apparently they've been asked to dye their hair to a more natural colour as a result, does an employer have that power and what can this person do to stick up for themselves? Yeah, so um, this uh, makes me really uncomfortable and I think most people feel really uncomfortable about the idea that a boss can kind of come overhead suddenly and ask you to change your appearance. Mm. Um, I recommend just for people in general um, for um, things like this, which typically relate to the Human Rights Act, Um, The Human Rights Commission has a really good uh, pre-employment guide for employers and employees, but it kind of relates to this as well. Um, Anyways, I've got stuff that relates to dress code and appearance, so I'm just going to recommend that people have a look at that. It's a really good resource. Um, But on to this person's question. So, um, you know, the law kind of, there's there's kind of a big gap in the law around this. So what is protected is... um, you know, anything um, to do with your appearance if it's regarding your religion or ethnicity, yeah? Mm-hmm. So that's protected. An employer can't ask you to change that. If that's part of your religion or ethnicity, that's protected. Um, what they do say, though, is that if there is, like, standards in terms of appearance and dress codes, if that is explicit in your in contract, um, I suppose, you know, so policy, I think, is a little bit is weak if it's just coming over your head and it's not in your contract. Yeah. Um, what I'd also say is... Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, so, so firstly that, it's that they've, they've made an overhead change without any consultation. They've hired you mm. and they're, tra- you know, they're, they're now like retroactively kind of trying, um, you know, trying this on. Um, they cannot, though, is the, I, hate, I just hate right. this, this answer because they cannot. Um, it's, I would look into whether that's in your contract. I'd ask, I have a really good read of the policy, whether you think that, um, you know, the policy does mean that your your particular hairstyle is is you know contravenes that policy i'd have a read um i'd have a read like the over that guide that i pointed out and maybe i can send it to you guys you can put it in the show notes yeah that'd be great um (laughs) if you want to argue it's part of your religion (laughs) just saying (laughs) not not, i don't know if that's appropriate but i hate that they they have the right to ask you that so anyways listen there is there is Um, something i was going to ask on that i mean like for a lot of queer people presentation is like a big part of that how you style your hair how you kind of like present yourself is is actually really important to your identity if that's something that is being i guess questioned is that do you have a like a leg to stand on in that space yeah i would say yes so so um the human rights that is covered under you know the human rights act so i would actually the human rights commission is a really awesome you know i mean organization obviously totally um and they've got amazing resources and you know even like giving them a an, an email or asking them this question they i think there's a lot um i, I think what i'm getting at is there's actually a lot of gaps 
Um, yes. And like technically, an employer can um, set dress codes and appearance standards. Well, I can see there that are... there's there's like a, a point to which it's you know for certain workplaces it's a health and safety thing to have a uniform exactly. or something. But exactly. yeah, if if they're coming in over your head, another question I guess about this would be Justine. Uh, do they have to put it in writing? If they are making a change, does it have to be something that you sign off on or goes in your contract? Or can they just say the policy's changed now? So I would say it, that um, it should be in the contract and it should be something that is made absolutely clear to you when you start a role. I think retroactively changing it should be done by consultation. Um, there's not... Like there's not a black and white answer to this because um, what it comes down to, and, I'm, and I think this is a really good way for people to kind of think about when your boss is doing something in the law, the standard is, is this what a fair and reasonable employer would do? Mm. Okay, So ask that question, is this what a fair and reasonable employer would do? Now in this case, even though you know what I'm saying is technically yes, they do have the right to do this, do I think this is what a fair and reasonable employer would do? When they've hired you, it's not in your contract that now suddenly they're making this change. I'm not sure it is, yeah? yeah. So um, I, I would push back on it, but I guess I'm saying it is a grey area and it's not clear-cut. Yeah? Totally. Um, but please have a look at that um, that resource. That's the ANZ Pre-Employment Guide for Employers and Employees. It's a really, really good resource. Fantastic. As, uh, as always, we'll link these useful resources in the podcast after the show. What else have we got here, Stella? Someone's texted in saying, my manager will set deadlines for projects as yesterday and they say it's to create a sense of urgency, but it actually just means that I don't know when things are really due. Do you have any ideas about how I could go about changing this? Okay. So your boss is like a character out of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, that's <laughs> just... <laughs> That you know, um, that's not what a okay. So no, your your manager needs to set clear expectations, achievable deadlines, um, and goal. You know, like and and fair kind of. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> laughing because it's so ridiculous. No, that's completely. Un, so again, you know, that's standard of fair and reasonable. That's unfair and unreasonable. Um, that's not if you you know setting. Um, a deadline for yesterday that's not something you can achieve right so if you say you were taken to task for that you'd actually be disadvantaged in your employment mm. um and you potentially could have like a grievance against that employer if that makes sense now what can you do about it i think having um kind of making clear that you that this isn't fair and reasonable i think use those words Again, those yeah. words are magical words, yeah? Mm-hmm. It's not fair and reasonable that you need, you know, achievable, clearly identifiable goals, that, it, you know, it's the manager's role to help organise the work and to help time the work, right, and to give to give you some structure. And by being a dickhead um, and saying, you'll, you know, your stuff is due yesterday, he's, um, they're, 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 um, they're not doing that for you and they're kind of not meeting their kind of um, KPIs, to be honest, as a manager. So I don't know if this is helpful advice, but fair and reasonable. I would say it's not fair and it's not reasonable. And, you know, maybe just say, look, I understand where you're coming from. It's really great that you're trying to motivate us, um, but it's actually really important for us to have a very clear sense of when this is actually due uh, is what is how I go about that yeah. that conversation. Yeah, but that's not that's not... You're, the manager's not not doing their role there, if that makes sense, because they that that's their, the whole purpose of a manager is to manage the work and to structure it and to make sure that it's and give timelines and 
obviously we can't we don't have time machines can't, so work, can't um, work in the past absolutely can't, can't work in the past yeah 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 so i'm no, feeling um, i'm feeling like fair and reasonable is becoming a theme this morning and may continue to be with the last <laughs> yeah. uh scenario we've had come through from someone uh, it's quite a complicated one so i'm just going to sort of try and summarize it as best i can uh but basically they're on a 40-hour contract currently which is a written contract yeah. uh their their boss has spoken to them on the phone uh, about reducing their contract to 30 hours, but they're not going to put it in their written contract to reflect it, but it is like effective immediately. They're going to be paid for 30 hours a week. What is going on here? Um, so does this person want their hours to change? I guess no is the vibe. No is definitely okay. the vibe, yeah. Okay, so you, um, your contract is your contract. Your contract is um, set in stone, okay? It's kind of like the Ten Commandments. You can't just change it, um, the, especially not without consultation or agreement. The fact that your boss doesn't want to change that, change the wording in your contract means, indicates to me that they know that what, that is actually illegal. They're cutting your, they basically can't cut your hours. Um, you, they can't cut your contracted hours without your um, agreement. Um, if they, even if it was with your agreement, the contract would have to be amended. Yeah. If the contract wasn't amended, um, I would say you'd have a pretty strong case for wage arrears. Um, so every every pay cycle, you're not getting paid your contracted hours, and that's the fact that this was changed without your agreement, um, is wages that you are actually owed, regardless of whether mm. you work them. Um, this is definitely not what a fair and reasonable employer would do. This is this is a pretty black and white one. This is not legal. Um, so what's the best step then? What's this person's best option for, I guess, A, raising that with their boss and B, actually having something change? Um, I would, this is, you know, if you, obviously I always say if you have a union, this is a good time to talk to union, but let's assume, you know, like most workers in New Zealand, this person, you know, isn't in a unionised um, role. Um, I would say community law or Citizens Advice Bureau um, are a good first step. Uh, just to get some, just, I, I mean, the thing is this is a personal grievance. You know, I, I don't know if we've talked about personal grievances, but that's like a, a kind of legal letter to an employer, like, like basically making clear that, you know, you've been, you know, illegally disadvantaged in your employment. Um, now, I, I don't know that you want to immediately kind of escalate to that um, caller, but um, I guess I'm a bit worried that an employer that would just kind of flagrantly break a law like this mm -hmm. um, isn't going to be particularly receptive um, to you if you raise your concerns. But I think what you can do is get some advice from community law about how to have that conversation because yeah. I, I I don't want to I don't think I can give you the level of detail that you will need to kind of go into that. Yeah, it's not one you want to um, bowl into necessarily. No, um, if you can bring a support person, I would say set up a meeting, bring a support person, um, and I think what you want to make clear is actually if this is to go ahead, you believe that it would you'd be disadvantaged, that you'd have a personal agreement, and that you'd be owed wages, that you know the contract is the contract, and that you. Um, you know, you, they can't change your contract unilaterally. If you want to agree to change your contract, it needs to be reflected. I think what this boss is wanting is they're wanting the flexibility to change your hours again. Yeah. Without, yeah, without um, any, con you know, any agreement. So mm -hmm. this boss uh, knows what they're doing is wrong. That's why they don't want to put it in writing uh, and they can't do it. So aye, aye, aye. This, 
this one, that one is a bit of a black and white one, but I do recommend you go to Community Law. They're a great resource as well. Hard out. And uh, as I said earlier, all these resources we will link in the podcast, Community Law and various other spaces as well. Uh, also the Council of Trade Unions website if you want to have a look at getting unionised yourself. Thank you so much, Justine. Have a great morning and we will talk to you in a fortnight. Sounds good. Cheers, guys. Yeah, take that, the man. Red Dead Redemption with Auckland Union representative Justine Sachs. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.